Hi, everybody. Rock Stamberg and John Sticks here. Now hear this.
I'm sitting here in the railway station Got a ticket for my destination On a tour of one night stands My suitcase and guitar in hand And every stop is neatly planned For a poet and a one-man band Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound Home Where my thoughts are escaping Home Where my music's playing Home Where my love lies waiting Silently for me Is an endless stream of cigarettes and magazines And each town looks the same to me The movies and the factories And every stranger's face I see Reminds me that I long to be Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward Sleeping home, where my music's playing home, where my love lies waiting silently for me. Tonight I'll sing my songs again, and I'll play the game and pretend. But all my words come back to me in shades of mediocrity Like emptiness in harmony I need someone to come for me Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound Home Where my thoughts escaping Home Where my music's playing Home Where my love lies waiting silently for me Each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. To have a girl like her is truly a dream come true. Out of all the fellas in the world, she belongs to you. But it was just my imagination running away with me. It was just my imagination running away with me. Country 
with two children, maybe three. I tell you, I can't visualize it all. This couldn't be a dream for to real it all seems. But it was just my imagination once again running away with me. Tell you it was just my imagination running away with me. Every night on my knees I pray, dear Lord. Hear my plea. Don't ever let another take her love from me, or I will surely die. Mm-hmm. Heavenly, when her arms enfold me, I hear a tender rhapsody. But in reality, She doesn't even know me. Just my imagination. Once again, running away with me. Oh, tell you it was just my imagination. Running away with me. I've never met her, but I can't forget her. Just my imagination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running away with me Ooh Just my imagination Running Singers on the moving screen, the Negroes are the best ever heard or seen. Among the singers on the moving screen, the Negroes are the best ever heard or seen. Morton Down, he went to a singing school, but the full moon's brothers are sweet and cool. Valley, but for voice control, this has been Crosby from Mystery Pictures, Ben and the Crosby, but relax with Robert Crosby. Hey, West, of course, is a fair piece singer, but I still prefer to hear the Paul Mills brothers. Rock 
song that we have in our, our little episode 12 here is uh, Gotta Get Up by Harry Nilsson from his album Nilsson Schmilsson. I just think this is a great start off song, a great Monday morning song. You got, I believe, Ringo Starr on drums and Peter Frampton on guitar. Harry Nilsson in his best voice. We followed that with The Kids. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you can't talk about this song without saying how jaunty it is or how happy it is. There's a, there's a, it's kind of jaunty and happy. It's joie de vie. It is joie de vie. Well, joie well, de vie. Joie de vie. <laughs> it is. And it's a happy Nilsson song. Although his songs always had humor and stuff like that. So there, There's a certain uh, Pinocchio aspect to it. It's cl- a little clunky. Yeah, Richard Perry produced it. And it's definitely got that early 70s sound at certain points with horns and everything. But, you know, it doesn't detract from the song. It's a short song, but it's a good one. We followed that up with a Kinks song from their Lola album called This Time Tomorrow, which uh, I've just always thought is a great, great song. And you mentioned something. Ray, is at, Ray Davis is actually playing rhythm guitar on a dobro. And uh, you had mentioned... Well, well, my take on it is that as soon as you hear those chords just strum like that, you know it's a Kinks song. How amazing is that? That you hear just a couple of strums on a guitar with one chord or two chords and you can identify the band just from the strum. Absolutely. That's really pretty cool. And then we follow that with a great rendition of Homeward Bound, Paul Simon and George Harrison. They did this on Saturday Night Live. Uh, One thing that's weird is, or one thing that's unusual is that they actually pre-taped it. It wasn't actually done live. It was taped in front of an audience the Thursday before, I think owing to George Harrison's schedule at the time. They showed the tape on television. And it looked, it was it was designed to look as though, okay, we just went, we're going to the artists now. And there was an audience and it was done on their stage. And it was done live, but just not live that moment. Right. One of the other, I mean, it was, that's 1976. One of the other things I loved about that episode was, if you remember, if you can remember this, the first five years, of Saturday Night Live with the original cast, Lorne Michaels, the producer, he had, I think in 1976, he offered the Beatles $3,000 to reunite on Saturday Night Live. Here's the thing. This is true. It's been verified. Paul McCartney was with John Lennon in New York at the Dakota. They were watching it and they got this close to hopping in a limo. They didn't do it. So anyway, go back, back to the November 1976 with George Harrison. The opening, the opening scene is George Harrison with really long hair standing there with Lorne Michaels, and they're just kind of talking a little bit. And, you, and he goes, you hear him go, $3,000. He goes, that's kind of chintzy. Lorne Michaels is trying to go like, well, it's really 3000 for the four of you. It would only be you know, 750 or something like that <laughs> for you. He goes, but I'll throw in an extra 100 if you say live from New York. So George looks right at the camera with like cross eyes and goes, live from New York. You know, it's, <laughs> that's great. Oh, oh, 
one last thing. I love the little blues run George Harrison plays at the end of Homeward Bound. Very end of Homeward Bound, you'll hear George Harrison do a nice blues run. It's very um, subtle at the end of Homeward Bound. It's, I mean, it's his rock and roll roots right there. Right. And then the next track was Just My Imagination Acapella from The Temptations. Wonderful. Uh, gives me goosebumps. And, and you realize how they actually captured an emotion and, and a depth and a warmth just in the vocals all by themselves. That's a real sweet one, I think. What's up next is kind of an obscure song. It's Van Dyke Parks from his second album, Discover America, from 1972, doing the Four, Four Mills Brothers. And I don't know who wrote the song, but I believe if you listen to it closely, you'll hear, I think it was the first instance of sampling. I really do. If you listen, whenever he sings about the, there are certain points where he'll sing about the Forrest Mills Brothers, and you'll hear the actual record of the Forrest Mills Brothers singing, I Ain't Got Nobody. Van Dyke Parks sings, Nobody Cares For Me, and then... The Mills Brothers go, nobody cares. And this happens a couple of times. There are a couple of out-of-date words in the song, we might call it, but the, you can't hear them that, that well. I couldn't make out what they're saying. However, again, there's a feeling of joy and blue skies above. Absolutely. You know, bluebirds singing and all that stuff. The orchestration for me is what makes it. Van Dyke Parks is the king of orchestrating and, and you know, leading orchestra. It's just so brilliant, I think. And for its brevity, I just think it's a great, great thing. We follow that up with NRBQ doing a live version of I Got a Rocket in My Pocket, where Al Anderson actually plays the solo with his tuning peg. I believe it's on the low E. It might be the A. I don't know. But instead of using his finger on the fretboard, he does it with his hands. For the second segment, we begin with the last of the great contemporary Steve Winwood songs called Different Light. And it's from an album called About, About Time, Time from yeah. 2003. Yeah, what? Great album. And this song has as good as any great Steve Winwood song. I love the, uh, the upbeat. You it's know, as it's, good as traffic. Yeah, yeah. This is this And is all the songs, it's a good album, but this song just pops. Yeah, what a winner. We follow that with one of my favorite Beatles songs on the White Album. Everybody's got something to hide but me and my monkey with the great cowbell. With the, I mean, this was about as rocking as the Beatles got. Big time. And, and it was a great, great song. It's ignored and shouldn't be. I'll tell you, it took me years to get to it and, and realize how great it was. Paul McCartney is responsible for the bell that's ringing. If you listen to this song, you really realize once again what George Martin brought to them. Not just that beautiful sound and, you know, this older guy putting up with John Lennon, essentially singing about heroin addiction. If you listen to the song carefully... It's a series of edits. And in those days, you cut tape with a razor blade. And it is brilliant. It doesn't miss a beat. Ringo's drumming is great. Listen to Paul's bass, if you can. Let's listen. Thank you. 
All right, now the next segment starts with Station Man from Fleetwood Mac, Kelmhouse. I think this rendition of Fleetwood Mac, this sort of post-Peter Green. It was the first post-Peter Green and, album. And pre, you know, Bob Welch, Stevie Nicks, Nicks all that. Lindsay that, that whole era is somehow ignored, and it's just wonderful. Well, what happened after Peter Green left in 1970 is every single album that Fleetwood Mac did had a slightly different lineup. And this is the first album they made after Peter Green had left in 1970. You've got Jeremy Spencer on slide guitar, who had declined to play on Then Play On, the last Peter Green album. you got Danny Kerwin in his finest hour. He actually wrote this song. You've got an uncredited Christine McVie playing piano. She also did the album cover art. And then Mick Fleetwood and John McVie. The way this builds, as I say, apparently Danny Kerwin, he wrote meticulously. I, I mean, he would have something arranged and ready to go. And what's amazing about this song is the really slow fade intro, but how it just builds and builds in intensity. It's the old Fleetwood Mac style. Very blues-based. The guitars, as, as soft as the song seems, the guitars are going crazy at one point. And it just shows the genius that was Danny Kerwin. Now, the next song we have in here is Robert Palmer's take on the Nick Lowe song, Man Smart, Women Smarter. It's not, it's not a Nick Lowe song. It's, it's, not. it's an old somebody song from the 50s or something like that. A lot of people have done Man Smart, Woman Smarter, but they did it after Robert Palmer. And I'm going to throw a little personal thing in here. When I was in high school, when this song came out in 1975, I would, before I went to school in the morning at the crack of dawn, I would listen to WPLJ or WNEW, the big New York state rock stations, and they would play this song. And I actually went to New York City and bought the single. And I loved it so much. There's an alternate remix on Addictions Volume 2 by Robert Palmer, which is just as interesting, but I have to go back to the first one. And there are, yes, there are little feet players on this song. I think Bill Payne's on it and Richie Hayward for sure. I'm not sure if Lowell's on it. Great rendition. Real, really great crazy and but great. And very Robert Palmer. It's totally, very, appro- totally it, appropriate. Yes, and it's 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 an odd song, but it's alluring. We end this little segment with a very rare Mick Jagger, Keith Richards duet. They call Done it, recently. Well, they call it Country Honk, but you and I know it as Honky Tonk Woman. Well, on Let It Bleed, it was con- Country Honk. It was it was a very it was the similar version. This is taken from the film that the Stones put out in 2016 that chronicles their Cuban tour called Ole Ole. This is a moment of Mick Jagger, Keith Richards just sitting down with Keith playing the guitar, sitting a foot away from each other and playing the song. And boy, the the camaraderie is there. Let's listen.
Sitting in a bar, tipping a jar in Jackson. And on the street, the summer sun it shines. There's many a bar and queen I met in Jackson. But I just don't seem to drink you off my mind. It's the honk and honk women. Give me, give me, give me the honk and honk blues. I laid out there for seeing New York City. Up some kind of a fight. She had to sling me right across her shoulder. She blew my nose and then she blew my mind. It's the honky tonk women. Now we have a, a, another very short segment here that you, you chose the first song, I chose the second song, and I think both are just compositionally exquisite. And the song that you chose, Rock, was Paris 1919 by yes. John Cale. Yes. Uh, former Velvet Underground, uh, I guess he was the viola player, maybe keyboards too, John Cale. He, uh, he, in the early 70s, he signed a contract with Warner Brothers Reprise Records. First album was a very strange record of uh, instrumental songs. And the second album, which came out in 1973, was called Paris 1919. This is the title track. And it's just a very, very good pop song that nobody really heard. But you know how I got to hear it the first time was, remember back in the 70s, Warner Brothers would put out these double LPs for oh, two yeah. bucks? Two LPs set. Anyway, I heard that and I was just, I ended up getting the album and it's great. And once I heard that in my mind, I, as a segue, I heard a Steve I song called Salamanders in the Sun. The thing about instrumentals particularly with the guitar, the most successful ones have a composition that is easy to follow and the solo may or may not be important, but it's, it's the bedrock on which the song is played, the compositional quality, that gives it 
a longer life than just somebody wailing on the guitar. And I think that the Salamanders in the Sun, uh, with Steve I playing with an orchestra, has everything I'm talking about, as well as a very heavy Frank Zappa influence, which well, I also yeah. enjoy. I mean, as far as I know, Steve Vai, did he get his start with Frank Zappa? Yeah, pretty much. And is, is this a, an unusual for Steve Vai type song? No, it's indicative. But there's a full orchestra. Well, he doesn't always have a full orchestra, but he does on this, on this particular rendition of the song. This yes. is not the original. Salamanders in the Sun, I believe, was on his Flexible EP. Oh, there and you I, go. And I think that this is a remake of it with an orchestra. Right. It's, it's beautiful. To it's a great, to. great song. Thank you. 
Now we're in the home stretch, and we begin with a Dave Edmonds rocker called I Hear You Knocking. Dave Edmonds just knows how to put the role in rock and roll. Yes, exactly. And uh, here's a, f- a funny thing. If you remember the infamous John Lennon interview in December 1970 in Rolling Stone, which was later put out as a book called Lennon Remembers, or as John called it about five years later, Lennon Forgets. Anyway, when he did that interview, this was a, a very, very popular song. I'm not sure if it went to number one in the U.S., but I think it did in the U.K. John Lennon, one of the questions was they asked John Lennon, who'd you like to produce? And he said, Elvis Presley and Dave Edmonds. It never came to pass, but like John said, this is before Dave Edmonds was in Rockpile with Nick Lowe. And I think it was one of his first solo albums. I think he also played most, if not all, the instruments. It's a time capsule, but it's it's rock and roll. It is rock and roll. And then uh, I heard that and I immediately thought of a a great little uh, tape segment I got from the radio many years ago. From Squeeze, they do Time is Tight, the the great Booker T song, into their own song, Inquintessence. And that's how they opened the concerts in the year that this came out. And once again, I guess Rock and I, we play a lot of uh, Fleetwood Mac from the Odd Era. We play a lot of Stones. I guess we play a lot of Squeeze. I always thought the Squeeze was a band that would get a little higher in popularity than it did. But this particular track was really sweet. I think they did a great job of putting the two songs together in a medley. It's it's the best fidelity we could get, so it's totally listenable. You'll you'll dig it. Yeah. And then we go into a song called Dog Jazz by David Grisman. This is a song that's again jaunty and lighthearted and happy and swinging. And once again as an instrumental, I think it's very easy to follow the melody and where you are in the song and that's what I think makes a successful instrumental. But for me, it was really, in this case, it was the feel, the instrumentation, and that it, it led to one of your favorite Jerry Garcia solo songs, Russian Lullaby. It is the Irving Berlin song, R- Russian Lullaby, which is on his second album, which, like his first album, was called Garcia. Some people call it Compliments of Garcia. But anyway, it's an Irving Berlin song. It's all acoustic with some nice New Orleans-type jazz horns and things like that. But it just, it's in its simplicity it's just beautiful the way he sings it, the chords. I love some of the chord changes in there. You know, Jerry Garcia's solo repertoire, especially in the studio, was so different from The Grateful Dead. Actually, live too, because live he would play cover songs more than anything. There was definitely the Jerry Garcia solo repertoire and The Grateful Dead repertoire. The only time that they merged was with songs from his first solo album. And we follow that up. The last song is a Robbie Robertson song from his first solo album, Robbie Robertson, which came out in 1987, produced by uh, Daniel Lenoir. And you too are helping Robbie out with Showdown at Big Sky. I think this is just a magnificent song with so many layers, so many levels, and it's rocking. He does a great solo. His vocals are great. He does them low. He does them high. Does a lot of overdubbing. I think you two put that kick in, and uh, it's just a great song.
prisoner of time In the book of David In the holy line It will be written By the children of Eve And the Holy Ghost That's what we're talking about. 